we're basically at a million in ARR. We're, we're tracking to be a million in ARR. Um, okay. And it's, I think it was very important to make, make sure it was an affordable price point. Um, it's a totally new domain. So we can't just say, hey, you know, it's a $50,000 know, enterprise sales cycle. We typically have a fast sales cycle of anywhere between two days to two months, I'd say on average. are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey, folks. My guest today is Taj Adhav. He spent more than 25 years in technology and business. After starting as a big four CPA, he managed more than $2 billion in assets for Disney Development Company. As an early hire at Channel Intelligence, he helped drive the company to a successful exit to Google in 2013. Taj, you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. Thank you very much, Nathan. Looking forward to so- it. What was Channel Intelligence? What were you guys building back then? It was a, a e-commerce data platform that effectively put buy now buttons on manufacturers' product pages as the internet and, and e-commerce was really taking off. So uh, we literally managed, you know, billions of, of microtransactions and billions of dollars of, uh, of uh, you know, making it easy for consumers to click and find the places they can buy products. Were, so you, super were cool. you early enough there to get some equity or no? Yeah, absolutely. I was employee number eight. Um, you know, oh, okay. while I was a CPA, you know, at Disney, I'm like, man, I need to repot myself. And was their CFO. Then I transitioned into business development. I saw the power of software, so it was it was good to get in early. That's great. Can I mean, can I ask? Are we talking like one percent or like ten percent? Uh, probably like I think by the time the the uh, exit happened, you know, dilution takes place. So you know, sub ten percent. Yep, yep, <laughs> but yep, 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 uh, yep, but yep. It, but it, but enough uh, to give me a taste, and not enough. That, that it left me hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we can say between sort of 1% and 10%, something like that. Right. Sorry, you cut out, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that happened in 2013. And I think that exit price was what? That was a $125 million deal, right? Correct, yeah. So did you go right into Lease Cake after that or no? No, I was, I was frankly kind of lost. Uh, did some uh, consulting gigs, started my own businesses, lived in other parts of the planet, came back and... And, uh, you know, Lee's Cake was started really kind of over a cup of coffee at a diner uh, because, you know, I just was kind of looking for what's my next gig. And, um, and it turns out there was this massive unserved market that uh, we've invented. We've, we've created a whole new category that we're going after. Um, and, and frankly, it's, um, you know, it's kind of based on the, this simple idea that everybody in business owns or leases commercial real estate. Where's the app for that, <laughs> right? And so while you know, Lease Cake is this operating system for lease management, we're also really an OS for location management, uh, primarily for tenants and and uh, of of all different types and sizes. So what does this mean? If if McDonald's has you know a hundred thousand locations in the on the East Coast, they're going to use your app to manage all that real estate, or how's that work? Yeah. So uh, basically, whether you're in the franchise business, you're a corporate. Uh, tenant, whether it's retail or office or in private equity, uh, the use case is, uh, you know, there, there's tools like property management, facility management. Those are traditionally geared for landlords. Location management is a new domain. So 
in your example, whether you're a franchisee or a franchisor with, uh, say, you know, thousands of locations, the things that matter to you most are, are typically the things that can that can potentially blow up and you're not looking, uh, you know, at, at the details. Within a commercial real estate lease, there are, you know, a hundred different things that could potentially uh, trip you up. One of the most obvious is missing a renewal option. Um, the others are dates that are specific to, um, you know, when a personal guarantee should expire, or do you need to get permission from a landlord to sell your locations? All of those kinds of things are really buried in a piece of paper that sits in a drawer that no one looks at until it matters. <laughs> so we've created a cloud-based system that puts all of that information in a very easy-to-use application and provides proactive notifications as well and team collaboration. So it's, and so, what it's are customers a, paying on average for this technology? Yeah, so we're we're based um, on a per lease model. Um, our average customer has, is probably around ten to fifteen thousand dollars a month on average. Um, as our as our deal size has gotten larger, we've seen explosive growth uh, through COVID, which was frankly surprises the investor community, but it doesn't surprise us. Um, so that's that's our average uh, deal size, and it's an annual licensing fee. And it it really kind of scales up or down whether you have three locations, you know, thirty or you know, three hundred or three thousand. So, Taj, just to be clear, average customer paying ten grand a month or one hundred twenty grand a year up front. Nope, ten grand a year. That's it. That's the oh, ACV. Got it. So that's not so that's not the ARPU. That's the ACV is ten grand. Yep, that's correct. And, and we found that this model is a very simple model to understand. And because we're we're a network effects play, we're an operating system play. It's important as as we as we look at these clients and we say, you know, there's a better way to do this than spreadsheets or Judy in the back that's keeping. Yeah, Taj, I totally get the product. It makes complete sense. I, mean, I think the audience totally gets that. Uh, people are rushing to sign up right now. But uh, so so when you're charging a, a per lease model, someone paying you ten grand per year, how many leases are they probably managing at that price? Um, anywhere between let's say twenty five to you know eighty to hundred. Um, because you're charging got- like two hundred to five hundred per lease, something like that. Yep, that's right. Yep. Interesting. Okay, cool. When did you launch the business? What year? Uh, let's see. Probably beginning of 2018, late 2017 is when we won this global technology award across 58 countries. And we said, I think we've got a business. Um, so that's when we started. And we you know, basically shoestrung uh, or, or bootstrapped our way into um, you know, having a team and, and grew it. You know, that led to our VC round, our CVC round in uh, February. February of 2021. Yeah, that's correct. How much was that for? Uh, Three million. It was oversubscribed. Three point two, I think it was. Okay, and why did you need to raise capital? Why couldn't you keep bootstrapping? Well, we found that the opportunity was too great for us to kind of nurture this along. When you're the first mover, you know, and and you're there to educate a marketplace, we had such a substantial lead as our earliest investors, really family office insiders, really customers of the product. So we we felt that you know if you're going to build an operating system, you know time is your enemy, right? You need to have an application that demands to be on everyone's mobile devices at, at, at you know as, as soon as possible. So that's really what we're about, and that's the reason we raised the capital. So you and get going excited. in twenty, you get going in twenty eighteen, raise some capital this year. How many customers are you serving now today? Uh, about 250 customers represents maybe about a thousand different users in our system, and um, you know, 10,000 plus locations across the U.S. and other geos. Mm-hmm. 
Now, can I multiply 250 customers times that $10,000 ACV? You're doing about 220 grand a month right now on MRR? No, that's not the case because uh, what, we've, what we've done is had a, uh, a lower price point model. We have seen uh, a pretty strong adoption, well, strong enough to have 127% net revenue retention. So some of our earlier customers were at a lower price point. We're, we're now moving them up rather quickly to effectively two to three X what they were originally paying. So we've got some legacy customers, long story short, um, and, um, and we're excited about you know, where, it can, where it can take us. Remote teams are all the rage right now. In fact, many companies wanna stay this way, even post pandemic. And the reasoning's obvious. Hiring talent from anywhere in the world means you can bring on better talent, but the challenges are very real. How do you manage employees in other countries legally and easily? What about international payroll, employee benefits? What are taxes like in countries that are far away from where you're based? You need to understand all of this, including local paperwork and local compliance for all your remote employees. Now, two of the most successful remote companies, both GitLab and Zapier, have reached multi-billion dollar valuations, and they use a special tool, a secret portal, I like to call it, at remote.com. Remote's platform is easy to use for full-time employees, contractors, and your HR team. They help you scale your international team, your remote team, at a price you can afford. Now look, when I sign up sponsors, you guys know I like to get a great deal for our listeners. Otherwise, we won't run the sponsorship. Well, Remote has delivered. Sign up today and receive a 50% discount off your first employee for the first three months. Check out nathanlacka.com forward slash remote and enter promo code LATKA to get started. That's nathanlacka.com forward slash remote and promo code L-A-T-K-A. Check it out today before you miss out. So are you guys north of 200 grand a month right now in revenue or you think you'll break that this year? We're, we're, we're basically at a million in ARR. We're, we're tracking to be a million in ARR. Okay. Um, and it's, I think it was very important to make, make sure it was an affordable price point. Um, it's a totally new domain. So we can't just say, hey, you know, it's a $50,000 know, enterprise sales cycle. We typically have a fast sales cycle of anywhere between two days to two months, I'd say on average. Um, and these are pretty large operators that are kind of multi-million corporations in and of themselves. And if you're doing like 70 grand, 80 grand a month today in revenue, where were you a year ago? Do you remember? Uh, yeah, we were at probably, uh, let's say 20, 15 grand, I'd say. No, actually even less, 10, 10 grand. 10, 10 to grand. 15 okay. grand. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of growth here. So you raised the seed sort of right in the middle of all this growth, 3.2 million raised. Now, did you do that on a price round or, or a save? It was a priced round. Yeah. Okay. And and what what sort of valuation did you go out and raise at? Uh, it was a see. Let's see. It was a twelve post. So it's twelve point two right now. Twelve post. And was that the right? Looking back, was that the right price, or would you you know could you get higher, lower? What do you think? Um, I think we got a really fair deal. Uh, we pushed and we we negotiated a term sheet that was very palatable to to us as founders. Um, uh, I think. We are, you know, our initial term sheet was a little bit lower, but I think we we found the right number um, to to make sure that it was kind of a win win on both sides. And it sounds like when you closed that earlier this year, what you're probably doing like forty or fifty grand a month in revenue. Yes, yeah, passionately and probably a little less than that. We we saw this hockey stick happen, Nathan, probably in June. Um, hockey stick happened again, you know, back in 2020, despite COVID, but certainly 
with more rocket fuel, you know, in the in the engine. Uh, this summer was phenomenal. Now, is the three point two million you raised in February the only money you've raised, or did you raise any before that in twenty eighteen? Uh, we did have a convertible note that that um, was provided to our earliest investors, um, so that kind of helped us, you know, continue to to bootstrap. But um, you know, this round, this is the only price round that we had. So that note was that a two million dollar note? Correct. Yeah. So so that two million converted in with a three point two, so five million into a twelve. I mean, that that's a pretty darn diluted. I mean, that's a pretty dilutive seed round, right? You know, it, it it's one of those things where you kind of have to make your bets and and find the right kind of partners that can that believe in ultimately this operating system operating system play. Mm-hmm. Do you have co-founders, or were you the sole founder at the start? Uh, have co-founders. So to date, um, you know, myself and two other founders uh, that have been instrumental. When you guys were out there day one coding this together, twenty seventeen, and you had the tough early on equity conversations, did you guys just split it evenly, a third, a third, a third, or no? Uh, no, we we did. I think a very thoughtful approach in terms of you know value contributions and you know the, the longevity of each of each individual's role. So um, you know it, it was it was myself and Jim Bankston and Dave Schrader. So that's really uh, you know the the core team. And we brought this a long way of saying on. you own them. You own them more than the other two. That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you start out with maybe like what, 60, 70%, they split the rest and you guys go from there. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Fair. So, so got it. So today, what, I mean, if you guys have raised at that valuation, you've sold like 30% of the business to investors, something like that today. A uh, little, a little bit more than that. Yep. Okay. Okay. Any plans to raise additional capital moving into 2022? Absolutely. Uh, you know, I think as we built an operating system, this is not just a U.S. play. This is a global play. Um, many of our customers, you know, are, are already asking, and many of our customers are already in those markets. So, uh, Series A is definitely in the plans for um, uh, you know mid twenty twenty two, and we're excited about that. Mm-hmm. Where you raise the three point two million? I'm curious. Where, where are you investing that money now today? Primarily sales um, on the software side. Yes, we've invested, but I think you know this is about a you know a lather, rinse, repeat model. You know, what are the key metrics? How many different sales pods? What verticals are we going after? We have five distinct customer segments. Right, we've got franchisees, franchisors, corporates, private equity, and tenant rep brokers, um, and and within those different industry verticals. So it's about making sure that we get our metrics right. And we've, we've, we have those completely dialed in. So it's sales primarily. And, um, and then, you know, engineering, new features, new product offerings. How many are on the team today? Let's see, we got uh, 32 uh, uh, I guess, hires in the company, workers in the company, 23 full-time employees. How many of those folks are engineers? About eight of them. Okay. And you've chosen to keep everything in-house development-wise or are you using any outsourced firms? No, they're all in-house. Yeah. Okay. Any, yeah. And, and do you pair those engineers with any sort of quota-carrying sales reps or no, it's a no-touch model? It's a no-touch model. I think our sales reps are, you know, kind of set it and forget it. The demos are relatively self-explanatory. So. And you mentioned healthy net dollar retention, which is 127% is great, but peel back that onion for me. What's gross churn look like over the past 12 months? Zero. Okay, got it. So your expansion revenue has been 27% for net 127. Correct, right. No customer churn, no revenue, 
uh, churn. What about revenue? Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say no revenue. So no one went from like one location or 10 locations down to eight locations, no downgrade revenue, nothing like that. Um, the, the location count may have gone down, but our revenue count has stayed, you know, uh, has, has compensated for any reductions. So that net revenue retention of 127% is irrespective of any location degradation, if you will. Um, we haven't seen much of the location degradation because I think, frankly, the, the ones that are leaning into technology, the ones that are, that are winning, um, and, uh, and they need a better system. All right, Taj, that's good stuff. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, zero to one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Bob Iger is an absolute role model. I mean, I've got Disney experience and you know, the stuff that he's learned are many of the stories that I've also learned. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the business? Favorite online tool building a business? I would say... <laughs> I would say HubSpot was a great beginner for us, even though we're graduating in Salesforce. Okay. And number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Four and a half. Taj, that's not healthy. It's not. It's not sustainable, but I do take naps, my friend. <laughs> okay. Got it. Got it. So you're taking naps. And what's your situation? Married, single kids? Uh, married, got a great, uh, great spouse, 35 years. Kids are off and they're they're living there. How many, how many kids? Two daughters. Two. Very cool. And how old are you? I am uh, a lot older than you would think. <laughs> okay. You don't want to share your age. No problem. We ask because then the next question as we wrap up here is take us back to your 20-year-old self. What's something you wish you knew? Uh, what I wish I knew was, um, man, find something that makes you happy. Success will uh, be absolutely yours to, to have, right? Never, ever become a CPA because you, your parents told you to. <laughs> Guys, I have, I have no regrets, but that's my story. Leasecake.com founded in 2018. They raised $2 million on a, on a note, then raised a price around $3.2 million on a 12 post money earlier this year as they continue to scale up to about a million dollars in terms of run rate. That's up from just 10 grand a month a year ago. So really healthy growth, serving 250 customers. Over 10,000 locations are managed by these B2B corporate clients, again, who need this location management system called Leasecake. Taj, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks very much, Nathan. Enjoyed it.